This is CliffCentral.com. Alright, okay, this is the last show for the year 2017 and it's been a crazy year, especially in the last few months. Talk about Zimbabwe ending on a high note or is it actually a low note? I have no idea. It's a Gilmore T vibe on Cliff Central. Be a part of the conversation and let's talk soon. So joining me in studio are two well-read and well-spoken individuals. Munya, are you actually well-spoken and well-read? Yeah, um... I speak a lot. Oh, you, I, I always thought you were a blonde and a head. Come on. <laughs> so please welcome Chris Mo, a media analyst. Hello, Gilmore. Hello, Chris. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. And Munyara is Alfonso Kofa, who's a social commentator and an entrepreneur. Yes, um, thank you for having me here today, Gilmore. So this past week, a video surfaced online that featured comedian, chef, creative, and Debele. That's how it was titled. Um, Carl Joshua named Kukura Wundi Sleeping with the Enemy. I think the word Debele was just added on the title just basically to try and justify him being an authority when it comes to discussing Kukura Wundi. But was it actually really? Did you guys watch the interview? Well, I've, I've seen parts of it on Twitter. Um, I never bothered to actually go into the whole um, YouTube clip, which they put up. It's 27 minutes. I know, it's a bit long, but I think for them it was a publicity stunt. Carl hasn't really been commanding that much attention anyway. But he's so, the biggest comedian, isn't he? Well, that is, that is very subjective. Depends on how you view it. But, well, I, I think it's also a matter of privilege. You see, you, you're comparing somebody who is in a privileged environment mm-hmm. to other people who are not in a privileged environment is obviously going to be the biggest. I'm not saying he's not talented or anything, but I'm like saying, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be the biggest. But how is he privileged? <laughs> okay. He stays in the same uh, country as everybody else. Huh? We don't stay in the same country. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stay in the same country. We've yeah, got access take. to spaces that other comedians might not have. Mm-hmm. Well, like how? Yeah, especially like Carl. But look, I mean, look, we always talk about marginalization and he's a developed comedian, apparently. Um, I mean, you know, there's always been this thing of privilege with the shorter people and the developed people. So, I mean, where does this come in then? Well, okay, I, I never watched it. I really never watched it. But um, the bits and pieces I saw on Twitter of uh, people's reactions and on Facebook and all that, I think he took a bad chance. Because okay. you know, talking about things um, like Kukuraundi, I done a lot of work mm-hmm. in uh, in researching mm-hmm. about Kukuraundi, and there's quite a lot that comes out of it, yeah. and there's a lot of emotion involved, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of unsaid words and unsaid things and stuff like that. But um, what my feeling was was Carl sort of spoke about Kukuraundi on the surface. He sort of spoke about it, trying to buy time with the. With someone in authority That at least at least they are going to look at me In a different light So it wasn't a well informed interview would you say? Yeah I, I think it, it wasn't um, well informed And it also brings into question You are pointing out the Ndebele issue That uh, Carl was he written as Ndebele yeah. Which also becomes a very big uh, question in, in, in modern Zimbabwe um, That who's Ndebele And, and who's Shona and who's actually affected by something that affects people in Matepele land and something that affects people in Mashona land. Because this is, this is a space where people usually, I think, get it a bit wrong. When you do come back into Ulaoye, since I've said I've done some quite extensive work on Kukrahundi and all that, yeah. I'll bring up names maybe such as, uh, say, Pastor Makwizi. Mm. 
Colonel Pastor Marquis. He's a retired Colonel Pastor Marquis. Some of those guys were actually affected deeply by things such as Kukraundi. But and also, um, he was one of the Colonels, I think, uh-huh. and things like that. So when when Carl sort of takes in the issue, I, I know overally it's it's viewed as okay, he isn't there really. So he had to talk about like, Kukraundi. No, but, but now uh, where 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 did he grow up? That's the thing. That's the thing where. <laughs> What is Ndebele? You asked the relevant yeah. question there. A lot of what people do not understand what that means. Yeah. So suddenly, because somebody has spent 20 years in Harare, I don't think because their last name is Ndebele, it yeah. suddenly qualifies them as an authority no, but then when to you speak as Ndebele. You but no longer <laughs> represent us. Ndebele starts with Matebele. Cross the border. You know? Then it's, it's really a totally different issue. But then in the interview, <laughs> listen, in the interview he said that he experienced these things when Kukraund was happening. Uh, there's a part he says that his father hid him under the car. Under the car, yes. In the train, his father also hid him and told him to speak in Shona because the police were asking him questions and of where he was going, so he had to speak in Shona. So he experienced that. Where did he know Shona from at that time? Because his mom is Shona and his father is in Tibet. Okay, and how old was he then? Old enough to be able to speak because okay, because okay because um I, I remember two thousand and nine mm-hmm. there was um a, a little event that was held by Pechuli Azul. Mm-hmm. I remember going there and there were a lot of stories that people said mm-hmm. in terms of Kukraundi. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day I went to the other guy, uh Fuzwa and I was asking Emoti, some of these guys here, some of it sounds like storytelling. <laughs> So when it comes to issues of Kukuraundi, I am telling you, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, there are a lot of people who will actually do a lot of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Somebody will tell you stories, and it's quite difficult to authenticate it or anything because um, the perpetrator is quiet, mm-hmm. and the one telling the story the is also going to say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So you know, when when nothing is said about anything officially, it means anything can be said. Mm-hmm. And so, goes. yeah, you know, really trying to find no, but if, um, for, for what some, you are saying yeah, and things like that. It, it really becomes a process whereby you want to for, understand that. Are you saying this uh, because you are trying to be an authority in this particular right. no, but then, field? Or can not? I quote what he said? He okay. said that I don't know what happened, but simply because I'm developed, I'm qualified to be angry. No, 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 no. That, that's where that's he, he gets said. it wrong. That's, yeah, that's where he gets it wrong. Listen. Yeah. The first thing that we need to establish is that Gukurahundi was never in Develation thing. Yes. At, the, at its premise, it was mm-hmm. not in Develation thing. Yeah. It was a political thing. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate part is, um, the government at the time, which perpetrated Gukurahundi, mm-hmm. was led by Robert Mugabe. Mm-hmm. Right? Robert Mugabe belonging oh, to Zan. President? Yes, the former president of Zimbabwe. <laughs> Thank you for Rolls reminding off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's so easy. Off the say that. <laughs> it's so easy. But Robert Mugabe perpetrated violence, state-sponsored violence mm-hmm. against his political opponent at the time, who was um, Joshua Nkom with Zapu. With yeah. Zapu. Most of yeah. Zapu's stronghold, I must say, was in Matepeleland and the Midlands. And that's where um, the worst of Kukurahundi atrocities happened mm-hmm. in that area, mm-hmm. which is um, largely dominated by um, Ndebele-speaking people. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily um, targeted at specifically Ndebele people. So when Carl speaks and says that um, he qualifies being angry, yeah, because <laughs> he qualifies <laughs> being angry because it's <laughs> uh-huh. it's, I mean, it's, a lot of Shona people qualify yeah. being angry. A lot of Nyanja people, people. a lot of yeah. you know, all these different ethnicities qualify yeah. 
at being angry. Yeah. It's not, but, which is what I think has been wrong. Let's clear the air. Uh-huh. You know, when I, I've experienced the fact that when I'm in Harare with Harare friends and I start speaking Kukuraundi, they get uncomfortable. Because suddenly they've also assumed the, we are the enemy yeah. Oh, position. Yeah. yeah. And that's not what it means. That's not what we are saying as people from Matavela land. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a lot of angry people and anger flies in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. But in actual truth, we clear the air. Shona people are not the enemy. Mm. No, they are not. They are not the enemy. Okay. What, what are your comments then on this? He says that we can have 2,000 arguments on social media about Kukrawundi, but nobody from a developed perspective is actually doing anything about it. Wow. Mm. I, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just quoting his interview. I mean, there's so much, there's so much in the interview and then there's just a few things that we pointed out. I think Carl tries too much to be relevant, uh, most of the time. But is he not relevant? Well, he, he is in his, is in his own spaces, but, my point is, with Kukurahundi, he is really not the most qualified person to speak. He 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 he, yeah. he can't say he can't have an informed opinion about Kukurahundi because one, yes, he did not experience it personally. But None he of, did by being no. under the car. I mean, if 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 if, if, if you come That's to a police roadblock, um, it's a bit like saying that um, the recent protest that happened, um, um. um Precipitating the fall of Robert Mugabe, mm-hmm. you're saying you're stopped by soldiers. Then you start saying you're an active player in in in, in, in the Zimbabwe. Yeah. It's no, not. You're not. Yeah. You're not. Oh. You're just collateral. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like okay. saying that you're safe at an at an, at an airport um, yeah, going yeah. into America. So that means you're affected by September 11. No. It's it's really far fetched. Mm-hmm. The two cannot be brought together. Mm-hmm. It's two different experiences of two very different lived experiences. Kukuraundi mm-hmm. affected actual human beings. It affected people. Some of us in this room know personally, I mm-hmm. mean, we personally know people who were directly affected. Uh-huh. And that, by that I mean interacting with a soldier who's yeah. carrying a gun, who's intent on killing people in your family. Yeah, no, mm. it, it, not derived. Uh, uh, we were all affected. If we're going to take his, his stories, right? His, what he says, we were all affected. We, all of us experienced, for somebody's age, I would say, yes, he was affected because for a child, he was put under a car, he was made to speak Shona, he went to his, his relatives and they called him dizzy and when oh, yeah, playing games, and things like that. Yes, it all affected us on that level, but this is an, an, an we are deriving this affected. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm deriving it. I, for one, my father was hidden in a, in a, in a barn, in a rock Cave. Because the, the the soldiers had come there and, and they were the killing off male students. Yeah, I mean not, not male children. Mm. Right, and my uh, my father's uncle took my father and his two brothers and hid them in a rock, and they watched people being killed. Mm. He mm. told me the story, mm-hmm. so I can go around claiming, you know what, I could have not existed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the thing about yes, my father being killed. <laughs> the truth about Kukurahundi, right, uh, is that a lot of people have not had an opportunity to publicly express what happened to them. Yeah. Yes. They have not had an opportunity to speak about it publicly on public platforms, mm-hmm. on, 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 on social media, for, for yeah. example, which Carl chooses to use to, to push his own agenda mm-hmm. at any case. So it's, it's a bit unfair on, on victims of, of, especially on people who were affected. 
But, but also, I mean, despite all these negative comments that he made, he also made a very important comment on the fact that we need to sort of like create monuments in Matebele lands, that monuments on Kukraundi. But that's, it's, it's an further illustration of yeah. him being, being so yeah. divorced from issues in Matebele. <laughs> <laughs> uninformed. <laughs> uninformed. He's, 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 he's a blank canvas when it comes to Kukraundi. Which is the mistake that people make where you go onto a platform and you want to you know, be an expected something that you ev- haven't even researched mm. to begin with, you know, off the head, freestyle. Yeah. As know. recently as mm-hmm. um, November, mm-hmm. October, November, mm-hmm. Dumiso Tabengwa, who was, a, who was the leader of Zapu, mm-hmm. was arrested by the Zimbabwe Republic Police for going to a, a, a ceremony that was meant to be dedicated to yes. victims of Kukurahun yeah. in Matepele in South. He was arrested yes. for that. Yeah. And when someone like Carl then Speaks out of nothing. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. done. But, but okay. Yeah. But what what are the responsibilities of social influencers like Cow, for example, and others also? It's to speak responsibly. To be responsible. <laughs> but it's being responsible, maybe. <laughs> That's the first point. And, and, and to avoid being ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> See, you are responsible. You come up easily. I mean, um, I respect a lot of Cow's work. Mm-hmm. I've been a fan. I'm a fan of his work. I even have said it to him personally and stuff like that. But now this interview sort of like touched a very delicate spot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, it, it sort of like affected my perception of him now, considering we're in this country, you know, that has, uh, you know, been trying to bury this issue that needs dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. and you come out on social media on a very international platform sounding like you are also holding a shovel and, you know, chucking sand. Yeah, he, along with the, you know, it's it's really sad for me. Mm-hmm. I think to him, he he took it as um, a very good publicity stunt mm-hmm. in terms of uh, talking about Kukraundi. But this where he stage, got it, actually, at this stage, yeah, yeah. At, at this particular stage. But I think where he really got it wrong was um, further inciting other Ndebele people by saying. By virtue of me being devil, I need to be angry. Yeah, <laughs> in, a, in, in, a, in a which has v- also been very big way. He was actually inciting people. Yeah, Uguti, you, you are too angry. Exactly. You get we get to, uh, we get told that a lot. You guys are too angry. Too angry. What well, are get you over it. Get over it. Get you know over it. that kind of thing. Uh, but do you think Ndebele uh, people are looking for sympathy because something like that was raised in the interview? Do you think that we as Ndebele people are looking for sympathy? I, I, don't, I, people? I don't think um, anyone gets to prescribe how Ndebele people must feel about something that happened to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone has got the privilege or the right to even tell you how you should react to traumas that happened to your people. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are justified in, in reacting the way they did. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Zimbabwe doesn't have a culture of acknowledging wrongs or of admitting um, certain acts that happened yeah. in, in our in our history mm-hmm. or even taking steps to address um, 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 all, all of those um, human rights abuses that have happened in, in, in our past, especially under the Robert Mugabe government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is something that really needs to change going forward, especially into 2018 with this new dispensation. Zimbabwe start, has to start acknowledging this thing. This, this, that's this, the this, way this, forward for yes, us. Yes, that's the we way forward. Well, um, in, in terms of, uh, I guess some of the stuff I've, I've um, done, speaking to different victims of Kukraundi, I, I sort of feel the urbaners, 
are quite different from the guys in the rural areas. Because mm-hmm. most of the urbaners are talking about justice. Most of them are talking about justice. We want justice. We want this. We want this. But um, I remember 2012, whilst I was working with Internews in uh, Kai. Mm-hmm. There's a certain gentleman I did different interviews with um, a lot of guys But this certain gentleman actually brought up something that was quite interesting He said, you see, us as a community, what we want We do not want any, some sort of um, sympathy or compensation or whatever But we want some sort of biased development You are saying because we've already lost out a lot Mm -hmm. And you are saying, I would appreciate it if the government actually comes to build more schools here Build a university here And for the perpetrators to actually come over and talk to us And tell us that, okay, we were sent... This was our mission. This is what happened. Yes. And this is what we done. Mm-hmm. That's saying, and you know, when the person says that, and that's all we really want. We, we, we want that solace. Mm-hmm. You know, they really want to understand why, why did you do this? Why did you do this? And now the next question comes in to say, in terms of development, because his argument was when you look at some of the structures that, um, the is brought down and things like that, you're yeah. saying this development which was left by Rhodesia, mm-hmm. which was in their periphery. Mm-hmm. Which was brought down during this particular era. Mm-hmm. And they are saying, so if you were to look at that same development, if it was a school structure, which was in where I come from, in Weta, mm-hmm. it was not affected yes. by Kukurahundi. But a school structure in Kai was affected by Kukurahundi. Mm-hmm. Which means immediately that Weta now has one, one building plus the one in, in Kai. So this is what the guy was talking about in terms of some biased development coming towards their way, but nothing to do. Well, they were they seemed not interested much in saying we want so and so to be arrested and saying yeah, because yeah, you yeah. did this because you did this. So really, I think you know, that's what I'm saying. Urbaners are looking for justice. Most mm-hmm. urbaners, if you talk to most people in Bulawayo and um, maybe surrounding areas, mm-hmm. the biggest thing they're talking about is justice. Mm-hmm. But when you look at some of the people who were the very much affected people in rural Matepele land, mm-hmm. some of them are simply looking at getting answers to yeah. certain questions. Yeah. People really want answers, mm-hmm. of which um, at this stage, I think I also need to say, <laughs> we we are fast running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the people who have the answers might not have that long <laughs> to give the, answers. give the answers. So, <laughs> so you see, we might see that maybe in 10 years' time, we won't have Master anyone yeah. who, who will be able to give us answers. Then we don't have anyone who will be able to give us answers. We might be breeding something that's going to go into the next generation. Exactly, exactly. And the next and the next. And we'll come across some politicians who are actually going to take up that particular space mm. and try and utilize it in terms of uh, political space. Because right. you'll definitely come across a politician who's going to say, mm. So that person is basically wanting every developed person to vote for him based on something on the anger. anger. So we don't want people to use that maybe for political mileage. So possibly what you're saying or what could be possible for Zimbabwe is for us to deal with this issue and not just hide it under the carpet. In Zimbabwe currently we need to deal with the issue almost immediately. Yeah. Because when you do look maybe in terms of history, Mm. the British massacred the Irish what about 250 years ago. Mm. And up to today you will realize that the British and the Irish still have that whole tension. <laughs> All right, so we're going to deal about with this issue. Join the conversation on social media platforms by making use of the hashtag GTWE vibe and also tweet us at cliffcentral.com and at GilmoreTWE. All right, so with this new dispensation, a lot of people have been heard saying that uh, we've just moved from a regime to a cabal, meaning basically we've moved from a government 
controlled state to a secret political clique. And, um, to a political junta. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, fra- it's a function. Yeah. Is a regime a government controlled state? It is. Yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, Highly the controlled. The way it sounds more terrible than it <laughs> <laughs> It sounds terrible because we have been made to see it very much terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's talk about the first public address by the president, Emerson Mnangagwa, uh, when he touched on a few things of, about compensating the, fi- the white farmers. He touched on eradicating uh, corruption in the country. He also spoke about boosting the financial aspect of the country. But uh, the question is, what is the position of the human rights in this whole new dispensation? Because he hardly touched on that, and it worries when a leader doesn't touch on such issues. I think uh, Emerson Nagagwa is in a very difficult position. One, he has to appease the Zimbabweans who are weary from Robert Mugabe's rule. Two, he has to play to the gallery of the international community and inspire confidence again in Zimbabwe, especially as a, a viable um, destination for foreign investment, which Zimbabwe desperately needs. But he has to do all of that before the next elections, which are at this point are less than 10 months away. Yeah. When the are very, the elections very, very actually? Are they they're, not- su- they're supposed to take place anytime before August 28th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most likely in January or February, the president might pronounce might election. pronounce the okay. date for yeah. elections. So he has a very short um, turnaround period, which is I think it would be under um, 200 days. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen from 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 from, from his um, term of office, especially since he began, is that he's got his 100 day plans to yes. turn around things. Mm-hmm. So which 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 requires people in his administration to act very swiftly. We're starting to see some of those developments, little as they may be like, um, so I think we're talking about it of uh, how easy it's become to just um, do a name search mm-hmm. for, for, for registering a company. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the little things that will count towards the big picture. Mm-hmm. But the albatross on Mnangagwa's neck is his personal human rights record. Yeah, no, because that, that's the thing. We can talk about everything else, corruption, compensating white, white farmers, but the most fundamental aspect is human rights in Zimbabwe. It has been, we have violated human rights. And for those that follow me on Twitter, they will know, um, I've, I've been running with the hashtag since he came in that he's not my president. Because at his inauguration, the one thing that I needed him to acknowledge was Kukurahondi. Mm-hmm. His human rights record, his role in 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 in, in that in, in that atrocity, I expected him to be mature enough to acknowledge. First of all, he didn't acknowledge it. All he said was, "Let bygones be bygones." What are we letting bygones be bygones for? If we're still prosecuting people for for corruption, for example, mm-hmm. is corruption? Are we saying corruption is a worse crime than than than, than human rights abuses? Mm-hmm. And for the, for me, I, he lost my respect and he lost um, my support as a citizen. Simple as a citizen, I even voted for him. I'll never vote for him, but I'm saying that um, the least he could do as a statesman, I need, was to simply say, "Okay, I apologize for what has happened in the past. My government will work towards redressing what happened." In the but past. talking about Gukurawundi, Jay's Marabin was also performing at the inaugural, and then people started throwing cans at him when he was singing. They were saying, "We can't hear what you are saying," and no one from apparently from the organizers stood up to address that. So, are we still? Very much behind. Well, we still have a long journey to take, but I think the failure to address Gugurahundi has led Zimbabwe to be a highly polarized state. Mm-hmm. It's a simple, it's a simple, um, 
symptom of, of something that is underlying that people simply refuse to look at and, and, and take on head on. I don't know why they're unwilling. Probably it weighs heavily on their conscience. They know what the repercussions for any address of that situation would be. But I simply think speaking the truth and acknowledging your wrongs is is is, is, is not too much to, mm. to, to, to ask of someone, especially people who really are interested in running a country and taking it forward. Because if you've got um, people at a presidential inauguration supporting another artist, yeah. it's really unfair. For national healing, it really doesn't take us anywhere. And especially for somebody who's saying this is a new dispensation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are going in a new direction. Mm-hmm. We are doing things anew. And then the public disrespects an artist yeah. bordering on tribal grounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you are all these politicians that are supposed to be taking this country forward. And you are just chilling there, smiling away. Yeah, I mean, no, that yeah. has to it, be. It, it, it really becomes quite tricky. But um, I think to a certain extent, maybe we are a bit being... Okay, we are not being too heavy mm-hmm. on on Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> you call him Emerson like he's your homie, brother. Yeah, yeah. He's your homie. Okay, okay. Um, um, <laughs> no, Emerson is his name. <laughs> so, okay, President Emerson. <laughs> so, when you do look at it, um, there is a lot at hand. I don't want to lie. In terms of his own human rights record, it's it's very bad. Mm. I think it's it's it's, it's, it's seriously tainted. But um, <laughs> Calm down, to to a great extent, he's somebody. Who, his government is actually craving legitimacy more mm. than anything else. Mm-hmm. They are um, trying to get the support of everybody, mm-hmm. and um, he's been someone who's been under Robert Mugabe for thirty seven years. Mm. That has been and his most. Yes, <laughs> actually, yeah, even in Zimbabwe, thirty seven years. We're not yes. counting the Rhodesia. Yes, even yes. because even during yeah. Rhodesia, mm-hmm. he's been somebody who Robert Mugabe has his has been his boss. Mm-hmm. So to some extent. Um, military court mm. works in a very simple way. Mm. When your boss <laughs> says, Gilmore, go and do this. Yeah. That is the chain of command. Mm-hmm. It works in that, in that sense. Whereby, uh, President Emerson Mnangako can actually say, my boss Instructing would instruct me. me. Yeah. I, I was working on instruction. Yeah. That is, one avenue mm-hmm. whereby he was working on instruction mm-hmm. but even though he was working on instruction this time around you might have seen that okay uh, the boss is going wrong mm-hmm. then he decided to take off so now what we are offering him now I, I i'm sure it's it's an ear to try and understand and say okay so what was your role in this but Munya, and, and and what do you want to do listen you spoke about pleasing the, the yeah. masses pleasing the people mm. for many years we've seen women marching around yeah. wars are marching around they're advocating for women's rights there's unfair there's unfair representation of women i mean we have a new cabinet now how many how many women do we even have these guys um Kilmo, what i'm trying to help you understand is that for these 37 years mm. Things called human rights have been foreign elements to them. Yeah. Unwanted. But he elements. wants to please us, so you might as well accept exactly. them. That's why I'm saying, um, his, his government started in November. Let us see by the end of his term what he has actually done for human rights, of which that is which, what is going to determine the vote of of everybody. But yes. in his speech, human rights are just as important but, as eradicating corruption. Yeah. I think I understand what Munya is saying. Which because is his home is with Emerson. He, he <laughs> the stance that I took uh, with the whole not coup happening and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a citizen of Zimbabwe. I'm powerless. 
I've just been watching politics unfold. 2008, 2003, 2000, uh, whichever year that politics happened, 2013. You, we just sit here. How, mu- how much power did we have to stop the military from... We couldn't even stop Amai from... You, you <laughs> know, Amai from a child. We, we couldn't. You know, so the thing is, uh, Amazon is now on, 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 on the... Comfortable no sofa is now in the yeah. comfortable chair, mm. and uh, you know I'm, I'm saying, okay, cool. We've got a couple of months till elections. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let me see what he's got. He, he came with in his briefcase. You know, yeah. I, 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 I like to say, you know what? Uh, I've never been in support of Zanupia. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever be in support of Zanupia. I think for me, I'm in support of Zimbabwe, mm. and people who really want to. Hold hands and say, "Let's build this country." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll give a chance. I, 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 I'm that kind of guy. So I think that's what I understand in what Munich yes, is. You know, because where I'm coming from, I'm still thinking that okay, with this guy, he wants to go back into office. He actually wants a full term, mm-hmm. and um, his government craving so much uh, legitimacy. I'm sure somewhere along the line they are going to try and deal with the um, with uh, issues of human rights. But also at the same time, this is the exact time to apply pressure. Mm. In terms of saying these are our rights, this is what we want. But now this is what I we believe want. this is the right time to sort of should apply be the, the first thing on the plate. It should be a priority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we allow ourselves to dream and and imagine how this would play out? Emerson <laughs> <laughs> Nangagwa appoints a Kukurahundi Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, they summon him mm-hmm. to testify about his role in Kukurahundi. Mm-hmm. He gets to the podium mm-hmm. and he gets to speak to um, what his orders were. What uh, he was instructed to to do. To mm-hmm. do. Uh-huh. How do you think that would play out? It would be quite tricky. But in terms of that, okay, you know, in terms of that, when when I'm looking at it, yeah. um, in his cabinet, in his new in his new government, mm-hmm. he's appointed uh, Professor Clevanyati. Mm-hmm. That guy has done a lot of work in terms of peace and conflict. Mm-hmm. He's even worked with the the guys in South Sudan. There's, I think, there's even way more conflict mm-hmm. in in some regions where the, where that guy has served. Mm-hmm. When I saw him appointing Professor Clevanyati in that position, initially he was you remember Professor Clevanyati was initially Minister appointed as Minister of Labor and Social mm-hmm. Welfare. Then all of a sudden he sort of reversed that. Mm-hmm. Then we found Professor Clevanyati now being a special advisor. For peace and conflict okay, in the okay. president's office, All right. but Professor Clevanyati is—he's he, somebody from Atapeleland, mm-hmm. and he's someone who's done extensive work in mm-hmm. peace and conflict. So, to a great extent, my feeling is uh, the president actually wants to address this issue, mm-hmm. but because he was an active player in everything, I think he's really finding he a difficult introduction. He wants to be clever on a president. <laughs> like Nyati think, about it. <laughs> but listen, I, I think he's finding a very difficult introduction to the whole thing. As Chris is putting it across, just imagine um, him called by and uh, the, the, the guys who, <laughs> the perpetrators actually say, we received some of our commands mm. from Emerson mm. Nangakwa. They say, okay, you better bring him up, um, up forward. I'm sure he's still trying to outplay everything in his uh-huh. mind. But I, before I still he maintain that Emerson Nangakwa missed an opportunity. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if on that day at the National Sports Stadium, he mm-hmm. just admit, said something that at least acknowledged the bare minimum. He really missed Umkabe in his 37 years. <laughs> Are you only, ma- uh, only managed to call it a moment of madness. This yes. The boss it's a in 37 years failed failed to 
I don't think he failed. I think he refused. He refused. Well, yeah. I think that is a conscious effort. I think these guys are determined to 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 wish Kukurahunde away. They think for some reason that um people who suddenly experience a, a shockwave of amnesia and, and then suddenly just, one day and one day Kukurahund <laughs> is just a, a forgotten <laughs> memory. It, it will never be forgotten. Listen, children, children. Children being born um, to this day will know mm-hmm. about Kukurahundi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Generations after us will know about Kukurahundi because it was a crime. Mm-hmm. And it's a crime that has not received justice. I just wish one thing. Mm-hmm. I wish um, Professor Nyati one day walks into office with a t-shirt. Yeah, below hashtag and uh, never forget Kukurahundi. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hashtags. Like yes. nothing's wrong. <laughs> like nothing's wrong. I just want to, I, I wonder how, um, Amazon would, would react to that. Uh-huh. Just especially. Mm-hmm. It's a wish, I know, but it's far-fetched as it may be, I just wish that he serves a daily reminder, to, um, uh, he serves as a daily reminder mm-hmm. to Amazon Nangako, as a special advisor, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. listen, you have not addressed this. Indeed. And people will never, there might be, there might be peace in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. but reconciliation and, and harmony, are two concepts that will always um, be, be mutually exclusive yeah. to us as Zimbabweans. But let's come let's come back to the human rights issue. Actually, this is also human rights. But the LGBT high community has been very much active in the past, is demonstrating and seeking fair, uh, representation, seeking actually attention from the government. Do you, why, what was his role in making sure he could address that, or what is his, his role actually in this moment? That well, one is ex- extremely tricky. Yeah. Because if you do look at, I think some of the things that, uh, this government that started in November has mm-hmm. been trying to do, it has been trying to do a lot of populist, mm-hmm. a, a lot of populist mm-hmm. <laughs> decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think in terms of trying to win another term in office mm-hmm. in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. I am very much uh, sure that he's seriously going to try and, mm-hmm. uh, Keep it at bay and keep saying, "Okay, we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll discuss." No, no, but, this. but, but what, what you can I, can okay, I, look at 2008. Do you remember 2008? No, can I, can I ask a question right there? When you say in, if he wants to win another term in office, so he'll keep issues like the LGBTI uh, cause at bay. Why? Why has why, why it been such a scary? Are you saying to get people to vote for him, he needs to keep the LGBTI? That's uh, also issue at bay. Is it because Zimbabweans uh, are, 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 are the ones who do not want uh, okay. the LGBTI movement to have its rights? To are we, are, is that what we're saying? Okay, like, let's let's just go back a bit. When you look mm-hmm. at the 2008 election, mm-hmm. um, Morgan Changirai spoke something about the LGBT uh, rights. Mm-hmm. A very short statement he made about them. Mm-hmm. And do you realize how Robert Mugabe? Took it to church. How he ran off with with that particular. He was always taking it to church. <laughs> yeah. part. How he ran out with it, and then Zimbabwe. Sorry to say this, mm. but most Zimbabweans will pretend to be a very conservative society, mm. and mm. in that conservative society, we pretend to be. Mm. When LGBT rights are spoken of outwardly, it's and an everybody is listening, no. everybody says no. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's what will happen. No, no, but this so is my when point. you look at 2008, mm-hmm. rural Zimbabwe votes more than Ebens. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Votes more than Ebens. Well, mm-hmm. that's the, that's, and that's, the whole that's of rural Zimbabwe. That's in quotes. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> in quotes. everybody in the rural yeah, areas? It, yeah, so. it's in quotes, of mm-hmm. course. But when you do look at um, how that statement that Mkabe ran off with 
with saying Morgan Jangira is saying he wants to give LGBT rights. He actually made it a sermon. <laughs> but now this is my point. This is my point. Uh, I've always said this. I'm always going to say this. That the Zimbabwean government since day one has neglected its responsibility to educate its people. See, that's the problem with a politician. A politician can take a simple thing as Chris wearing a Scotch shirt and preach it wrong. The moment you put churches and religion in there as well, it just gets fuzzy and all messed up. South Africans are Africans too. They're Africans like us. How are they as a society? Yes, it's not the most perfect society. You've got a lot of human rights violations in terms of the LGBTI community and their rights. You've got a lot of that in South Africa. And yet, as a country, they are trying, they are educating one another to move in the right direction, starting from the government. I think so, a case uh-huh. in point is that we have to look at our neighbors across the Limpopo. Mm-hmm. South Africa, uh, recently, the ANC at, at its um, um, conference, conference um, uh-huh. um, is, has moved a motion to decriminalize sex work, mm-hmm. which is a very major move. Yeah. But you look, you come back home to Zimbabwe and you look at, um, how our government or how our state handles our minority rights. Mm-hmm. We have a terrible record. Mm-hmm. Absolutely atrocious. When you are going to speak about LGBT, um, LGBTI, um, rights, right? You know our government is never yes. going to take action. They will never, they will not so much as acknowledge it, even. And, and, and this is my point. So, <clears throat> we don't need them to acknowledge anything. There is enough organization, organizations doing that work who want to just go into communities and educate people. But if they are blocked by the government first, yeah. how does that work then? You, if they are blocked by the police who are supposed to be mm-hmm. serving and, you know, how, how, how does that work? Mm-hmm. We're not saying government, uh, yes, we, uh, the government budget would work, but we are working on that, right? Mm-hmm. We are just saying, Ubuti, stop as a government, you know, demonizing these issues. That's the same as Kukuraundi. The Kukuraundi issue is being demonized. So do you, I don't think the government will uh, allocate any amount of money to educating people, to talking to people, to dealing with people. And even if we are not asking them to do that, they are going to arrest Tabengwa uh, for trying to go to an event that yeah. is organized <laughs> independently. So, so, But then if the government is failing to actually acknowledge Kukuraundi, do you think they would acknowledge other things like sex workers' rights, LGBTI rights, and other things if they can't address Kukuraundi? I think sexual rights is in Zimbabwe, um, under our present government, or even in governments in future, are really going to be a hard, hard, hard battle. Like hard, but it's going to be very difficult for lobbyists and activists to, to, to operate in that sphere. And it's going to be very, very difficult to take a very brave, um, for example, um, political candidate to mm-hmm. speak out in support of sexual yeah. rights. Yeah, yeah. A very simple concept, which I don't think the government should be in any way. Um, yeah, because we are people of double standards. We are active. very convers- conservative, and yet we are a society that seems to value and glorify small houses. Ah. <laughs> I think I think Munya Munya put it right and said yeah. we, we we feign conservatism. Yeah, yeah. we are not conservative. So yes. we just if, we're not. if we are to look at 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 at, at um, the Google search history yeah. statistics, you will find that Zimbabwe has got one of the highest. Um, searches for porn. 
wrong. in Africa. <laughs> so it's India. <laughs> yeah. So well, this India, <laughs> I think there's a lot more people than Zimbabwe. <laughs> no, but then you know they're very con- conservative, like Zimbabweans. But yeah. it's got the highest stage. Pakistan, India, they have the highest stage. So there are a lot on. of things that are being done for the gallery, and yeah. <laughs> and like denying LGBT rights is mm-hmm. one of the things that's mm-hmm. definitely going to be done for the gallery, for the local gallery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm telling you, you you'll be surprised. Some of these politicians, I remember, um, I think it was in 2014. Are you just about to expose? Me? Where? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not going to say anyone's right. name, no. but whereby somebody was actually saying, I can actually tell you who is in government and who is in the LGBT community. We we have them in our registers. We oh. actually have individuals mm-hmm. who have actually had very active affairs with those particular individuals. Wow. Mm-hmm. But that was the same government. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, if I can in say the, the same public, government mm-hmm. that would refuse LGBT rights in public. So it's a terrible war because this one is one where someone is trying to play the pop ah, <laughs> and, ah. and, uh, and they are totally um, not that, you know. Yeah. So in Zim, that's why Chris, I support his, his <laughs> him saying it will take a very confident candidate to actually talk okay. about LGBT rights. For me, I, I go back to saying, I think it's as simple as education. These guys invested a lot of money into creating their, what do they call them, camps where we supposed to do national strategic studies <laughs> and force to shave bold and wake mm. I'm a green bomber. Mm. Green bomber. You remember the green bomber era? Oh, yeah. Well, you're yeah. not one of the green bombers, though. I almost was. Yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't cut my hair. So, yeah. Uh, uh, now, imagine if they were educating in the right direction, mm. honestly, mm. without an agenda. Would be fired if they can educate people into robots for their causes. Mm-hmm. You, you ever had an argument with a green bomber? Never. <laughs> they have no points whatsoever to offer, but they just know Mkabe is. They knew that. Okay, they knew Mkabe is right. That's who we want. I will bash you over the head with a shovel. <laughs> for our intentional listeners, I think they might want to know what a green, a green bomber, bomber is. is. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure some of them are not. So the Zimbabwean government had. Uh, <laughs> National Youth Service. National uh-huh. Youth Service. Yes, and it's called the Green Bomber. A person who was enrolled in the National Youth Service because uh-huh. of their uniform, they were uh-huh. called Green Bomber. Green but Bombers, they also had to yes. shave their head bald. So. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. the green, the military green, they were military green, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, and yeah, they were, they were just, uh, no, I can't even say guns for hire. <laughs> they were just violence for hire for ZANU PF. Right. You know. So, I, I mean, imagine now if all that effort could go into the government educating people in the right direction. Mm, mm, we mm, as mm, a society mm, would stop viewing devilers awkwardly, would stop viewing women awkwardly, would stop viewing minorities, the LGBTI community, sex workers, everybody, would stop viewing them awkwardly because day in, day out, we're educated in the right direction. But even if you look at it, um, a simplistic um, 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 viewpoint, for example, Twitter, mm. you see how politicians have, 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 have traditionally used Twitter mm-hmm. to throw shade, maybe at Jonathan Moyo and accused him of, of being gay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a narrative that's designed to shame individuals into yes. thinking right. that being right. gay is a very shameful thing. Mm-hmm. You cannot be gay and mm. still live in Zimbabwe or be a politician or mm. be in government. I think the narrative has to start changing from there where yes. us as society I think if you are to look at it from a pop culture perspective mm. um, the, remember the, the generations um, gay kiss mm. yeah, scene yeah. between um, who was it Jason and Senzo, and Senzo yes. yeah. it ignited a lot of conversation even in Zimbabwe yeah. in terms of um, 
how people view same-sex relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think but now this that is being part of thing. a popular culture narrative yeah. is what needs to happen in Zimbabwe. That and conversation, is uncomfortable as it may be. People had the conversation were outraged if they were. But people moved on and continued watching Generation. <laughs> Nobody so turned com- off the TV because of that. Nobody stopped watching Generation. Mm-hmm. People actually loved. People were actually beginning to say, "No, but Sense was wrong. But Jason <laughs> was wrong. But you know." But <laughs> now, do we realize something that which I was talking about earlier? That um, with things such as Kukurawundi, mm-hmm. some people are going to use it for political gain. Mm-hmm. It's just the same with the LGBT, uh-huh. whereby politicians LGBT are using it. I, I, yes. <laughs> Politicians are using it to advance their own agenda. People are using it to advance their own agendas. Mm. And when people want to use a certain something to advance their own agendas, Mm -hmm. the only best way to do it Mm. politically Mm. is to make it look very bad. Mm. That the next person you accuse of that, you can actually decampaign them Mm. based Mm. on that premise. Mm. Mm. But now that's in Zimbabwe, maybe we actually need political maturity. This is the old age of of, 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 we are now in, in a new age. Yeah. This no. old age type politics has to go. I think we need to decide that as I think Zimbabwe and those people. Sorry. We are in the age of Bitcoin. Come on. <laughs> you know what? Cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in this age where look at the amount of sex perverts and uh, perpetrators <laughs> that are being exposed now after oppressing innocent people for ages. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we are in a new age where even politics agenda-based politics is, shouldn't have a space on our table anymore in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. If we are really to build this country, petty issues, what business have I got with what choices or who you are naturally and things like that? What or business? who you are sleeping with? Yes, Dilmour, thank you for <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> so much. Uh, sex is that's the thing is, I think as Zimbabweans, we need to get out of that petty zone. Where we are worrying ourselves about issues really that have no, you know, they, 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 they don't contribute to mm-hmm. really what we are trying to attain as a nation, as a people, as, mm-hmm. you know, as individuals. Mm-hmm. The fact that you don't like Umakeloane, what does that got to do with anything mm-hmm. when it comes to building the community? Mm-hmm. I think the narrative is very important. Mm-hmm. You see how, for example, me and Munya work actively in media spaces, yeah. but we still have trouble simply um, talking about LGBTI. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. that, 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 that acronym is just difficult yes. for us to roll off the tongue. It's yeah. easy for us to say cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, throw yeah. these big other words that are complicated, but the LGBTI um, conversation needs to be had in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a simple thing. Yeah. It's a simple thing. All right. Uh, join the conversation on social media platforms and let us know what you think about this topic. With Munya and Chris Ngo in studio, they're about to fight over this issue, but we want you to fight on social media, on Twitter. The handles are at ChrisCentralCom and I'm at Kilmo. No one's T. fighting Kilmo. Yeah, but you're about to fight. <laughs> and I'm at Kilmo <laughs> T double A. <laughs> Munya, don't touch me on my studio. <laughs> So I recently saw a headline in the newspaper saying that police back to duty. What does that actually mean? Because we find that for many years they've been violating also our rights. They've been, they're meant to protect citizens, but then you find that they violate the vendors. They're the ones that are beating up the people. Look at the case of Ivan's Mawarira. I know, I understand that his cases have been dropped. Yes, the charges against him were dropped. Uh, yeah. But I think the world needs to know that 
in as much as Zimbabwe has recently celebrated um, the fall of Robert Mugabe, mm-hmm. another very, very big moral victory was the demise of the power of the police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The police yeah. have been yeah. Robert Mugabe's right hand. Or maybe left hand. If he's left handed. If 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 Emerson Nangak was Mkabe's right hand man, mm-hmm. the police were, were the left. Were the left. Okay. Now but we have the military now being the right hand man of Emerson Nangako. Isn't that a scarier situation? It it is a scarier situation, but I think generally even the military agreed with Zimbabwean people that the police needed to be dealt with mm-hmm. because they were literally a law unto themselves. Mm-hmm. So are they totally like powerless now? Because you, this is the thing that I, I have with a problem with the Zimbabwean type of government is you tell us, okay, the police are back on duty, but no one has explained to us what that means, especially after having so many traumas and at least tell us you know the plans the the, the and, and those sort of things it's a bit of a balancing edge because uh, as a law abiding citizen mm-hmm. i have to admit um uh, uh, i'm an advocate for constitutionalism yes and uh, the constitution is the supreme law of the land mm-hmm. and the law says that the police are the law enforcement agents mm-hmm. so in as much as they were corrupt in as much as they were used as a repressive um, tool for Robert Mugabe mm-hmm. we still have to acknowledge that in a functional state the, the police, police have a role to play yes the yeah, citizens need to be policed yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's quite it, it's, a, it's a, a bit of tricky you know because when you do look at it um, there's a high level of lawlessness that mm-hmm. is now happening in Zimbabwe yes with the police coming back mm-hmm. my guess would be we might have a military man going to command the police mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and trying to bring a bit of order into the police service but um, we do need the police yeah. yes. and mm-hmm. I think what we need now more than ever which is going to be very tricky now in Zimbabwe mm-hmm. once the police maintain a high level of law of lawfulness in the country mm-hmm. there is a lot that's going to fall on the offside yeah. we have yeah. these little yeah. cars that are always ferrying people we have mm-hmm. vendors right around mm-hmm. town we have, you know we, we have a lot of things taking place whereby people are just being bribed as much mm-hmm. as police were very corrupt mm-hmm. the citizens also fell in line with the corruptness exactly. that's why you'd see public transport operators you'd find a young boy uh, 18 years old driving driving, uh, uh, driving public transport yeah. and it's ret- it's clearly written 15 15 passengers but you find there are 18 passengers, 18 passengers. and the police yeah. would yeah. simply you know the person police leave two dollars yeah and yeah. Um, the police go so when they when the police come back now mm-hmm. that they are back if they are to maintain a high level of um, lawfulness in this country then we might have another problem yeah. I foresee citizens crying foul mm-hmm. saying I'm a police as a hooper mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. things are going back into book but that is going to be very necessary for the country no no forward. it is necessary but, I, I'd rather cry yeah because we are trying to fix things uh-huh. than cry yeah. because things are out of order it's mm-hmm. chaos yeah because okay. currently it was seriously out of order but I feel it's it's uh, I'm sure we can be excited with the police back but, but <laughs> excited if <laughs> if they are going to maintain <laughs> if they are going to be law enforcing agents instead of bribe enforcing agents which they were now so maybe the police need like some orientation per se yes that's why, more that's why I seriously suspect that we might see a military man moving from military going to yes. going to be the police commander yeah All I right. think Munya makes a very strong point there mm-hmm. with that 
what the police um, have is was a crisis in confidence. They mm-hmm. lost the confidence mm-hmm. of Zimbabweans. The people no longer trusted the police force, mm-hmm. and especially the men at the top. Um, mm-hmm. the, the police commissioner is someone who I think has been derided and ridiculed um, more than Robert Mugabe, especially since that Robert Mugabe has um, retreated into into private life. Mm-hmm. But Augustine Chihuri was bad for the police yes, service yes, in Zimbabwe. And his his demise is is really a welcome development. I, I think what Munya is saying that um, a military person might be coming in to command um the police force is, is a very strong point and yeah. one that I hope um Emerson Nangakwa considers, yes, especially yeah. going forward. Uh-huh. In that he has to appoint someone who will inculcate a culture of, of accountability and yeah, transparency yeah. and yeah. discipline yeah. Mm-hmm. because the police are a disciplined service and they had lost that man of, of discipline. Yeah, so discipline. What they're saying in that they are, they are returning to normal duties is that mm-hmm. we're going to see them more visible because yeah. there's, there's been reduced um, um, police yeah. visibility. But then what, yeah. what do crime statistics say? I remember on the days of the, of the yeah. matches, matches yeah. Mm-hmm. there were no police. Yeah. yeah. No vandalism. Yeah, no vandalism. The, the only things that were vandalized, I've said, is the Robert <laughs> Mkabe side. Yes. Yeah. 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 On the Robert Mkabe's roads mm. and things like that. Mm. No high level of, of, of deaths from car accidents. Mm-hmm. I, I know of one case, a combi guy who got excited over the combi when mm-hmm. Mkabe retired and things like that. But otherwise, there wasn't a lot of crime, which goes, it says to me, the police were the criminals. Considering that there was a lot of crime when they were on the mm. streets, yeah. mm. and once they are off the streets, most of those cars that pirate those little underfeeds belong to the police. <laughs> how, how do you explain <laughs> a, 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 a small car with no number plates doing business, doing business yeah. with <laughs> all these road going blocks. past roadblocks, going past roadblocks? <laughs> Yeah, for the benefit of those who don't know, there is no Uber in Zimbabwe. No, so no, no taxi. Yeah. We rely on this, <laughs> on this little, um, oh, hatchbacks. Yeah. <laughs> so they are menace on our roads. Ah, so a lot menace. of people interact with them publicly on a daily basis. Yeah. So yeah. I think they were um, the face of, 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 of police corruption. Of which citizens that, actually need to, if police go back onto track, yeah. citizens should be ready. To go to public transport, transport. sports and all that. No, no, because which, which some of these little of, cars will fall out. It puts a lot of, 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 of pressure also on the Ministry of Transport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure the infrastructure is up yeah. and running properly. Yeah. We used to have buses. We, don't have that. we, we had combis. Combis have sustained this economy for a long for time. A long time. Mm-hmm. We think those guys, they've been organizing their disorganization and, yeah. you know, <laughs> but they've really held up this economy when there was no transport, when there was no plan from the government. Mm-hmm. So the Ministry of Transport really needs need to, to up also their up their game yeah. and make sure there is a replacement because those little cars go away. A lot of combis will not go. All My right. neighborhood here doesn't have combi. Because your friends, all of them have cars, so no one wants <laughs> We walk to town <laughs> close by. No, but oh, yeah. he, he makes a valid point mm-hmm. that Zimbabwe actually needs a transport, um, a, tra- a, a transport, transport system needs policy. to be put in place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, um, I think we're running out of time, but let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the freedom of expression. We had people like Thomas Mafumo leaving the country to stay overseas because he would express himself and then he'll be found on the wrong side of the government. Owen Masego is another example. Amongst many other people, how far are we in that? Or do we even have anything being done? 
Um, since November, there's been a lot of uh, freedom of speech. Yeah, we don't know how we long are, it's going to last. We are freedom of speech right now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how long it's going to last, but uh-huh. we hope and pray that the situation continues on that course, mm-hmm. and uh, people can be allowed to freely express mm-hmm. their views on different issues. Mm-hmm. Because um, in Zimbabwe, we've sort of had an instance or a belief that yeah. when we are in disagreement mm-hmm. of something, you are totally you are against me, you are the yes. enemy. But that's it's, not it's, how it should it's really like. not that. It's mm-hmm. just different views mm-hmm. we need to graduate into that we the government needs to graduate into that. Yeah. To graduate. i think at the height of the coup um, one of one of uh, my sources of positivity was seeing general chiwenga holding up the zimbabwean constitution yes. uh, i think yeah. that image is, is one that needs mm-hmm. to go out um yeah, yeah. to the world and mm-hmm. especially if he um and his government that he he puts he put in place mm-hmm. starts um um um, um Undermining the freedom of expression because mm. freedom of expression is entrenched, mm-hmm. you know, in the Zimbabwean constitution. Mm. Yeah. But the previous government was uh, an okay. active player in, in 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 repressing media freedoms, arresting journalists. Uh, Journalist. Journalists, sorry, <laughs> I was now I was now adopting. There's next to you. arresting journalists and 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 being involved in arbitrary arrests. So, going forward. Mm-hmm. Already, um, Emerson Nangagwa has, um, has, has a terrible, um, record because a guy was recently uh, arrested for holding up signs that say Nangagwa is a killer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, it, we'll see how that plays out in terms right. of yes. right. portraying what his mm-hmm. government's, um, track record is in terms of media expression mm-hmm. and, right. and, 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 and. Talking about expressing yourselves, you're constantly on social media platforms and we need to let you go. So where do we get a hold of you on social media? I'm at Ndi Munyawacho. That's a very, okay. Somebody yeah, was, somebody was. At Munyawacho, that's N-D-I-M-U-N-Y-A-H-W-A-C-H-O. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> it's at Ndi Munyawacho. Right. Yeah. That's on Twitter? That's on Twitter. And then on Facebook? On Facebook, I'm Munyashoshe. Okay. Munya, M-U-N-Y-A-H, uh, Shoshe is S-V-O-S-V-E. Alright, that's an end. And Chris? Um, I'm not on Facebook, but you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Mo. Um, until recently I developed the account because I was afraid of, I was afraid of Mugabe's government, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm free now. I've got an unlocked account, yeah, so you can follow me there. So how do you, how do you spell that? Um, it's C-H-R-I-S-N-Q-O-E. Thank you. Thank you so much, gentlemen. It's amazing having you in studio. Thank you, Gilmore. Uh, we still wanted to say more. No, you can go out and talk <laughs> more. No, you can next do year, we'll, we'll, we'll actually <laughs> lobby for a longer show, Gilmore. I'm yeah. putting this on record so that they can hear it. So it's on radio. Uh, it <laughs> well, I thought Gareth Cliff said his his model is unradio. So why do we have to be um, constricted untimed. by time? We need to be. It's not untimed. It's time. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, gentlemen. So if you're listening at home, please join the conversation and let us know what you think about this and many other issues that we addressed throughout 2017 on Twitter and the hashtag is GTWEVibe and you can tweet us at CliffCentral.com and at GilmoreTWE and also follow these gentlemen, they're very loud and noisy This is CliffCentral.com